0: Holly, did you know that I consciously made the decision to wear a tank top two episodes in a row?
1: I didn't know that that was on purpose, actually. But I wore a tank top today, too.
0: Yeah. Well, Luke's the only one not wearing a tank top.
1: Yeah. it's not cool like Didn't us. get the
0: memo, or he didn't get the tan on vacation. Luke, do you just want to <laughs> take your, you just <laughs> take your shirt off? There you go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Getting pretty provocative here on, on Flying Cat. Now people are going to
1: think we're some, like, douche bro podcast. Oh.
0: I don't think I own a tank top. Well, that's how we sell ourselves. So I
1: think this is the only clean piece of laundry I have after vacation. Wow! You're listening to Flying Casual,
0: a Star Wars podcast.
2: Here's your host, Michael Canterbury.
0: Hello, friends. Welcome back to Flying Casual. Uh, we're back after a little unannounced. Time off, A little hiatus, a little R&R. Luke went away for, it felt like three weeks. It
1: was a couple months. It felt like a
0: couple months. It did. And and, and we also took a week off uh, here unannounced, but sometimes that's just how you do it. A little surprise, no episode. Or surprise, two episodes missed. I don't know. It, the, the past couple weeks have been kind of a blur, uh, mostly because... Last week, I had many conversations with a six-year-old, so we're going to see how this podcasting with <laughs> adults goes because, uh, yeah, yeah,
1: struggling Although,
0: with words at the moment, Yeah, Mama but Holly. you know what? Yeah.
1: It's surprising to me. Six-year-olds actually do have pretty big vocabularies, yeah. and they have very good things to say. Absolutely. I think you forget as a grown-up that kids actually, like, yeah. sometimes I think that they are smarter than some of the grown-ups.
0: And the conversations are a lot more... More pointed, like it's just you know to the point, Uncle Michael, you're a baby, or you know, get you know whatever.
1: Yeah, I licked that donut yeah. before I put it back in the box.
0: Exactly. There, that there was a real true story.
1: There was one moment we were on vacation, and um said six year old. It was probably seven o'clock in the morning, and we're standing in the kitchen, and there's a little hallway that you can't really see into. Yeah. it just has two little entries. And I just hear, like, the pitter-patter of feet running back and forth out in the hallway, but I can't see anybody out there. Yeah. And then there's this, like, every now and then little giggling and whispering.
0: Creepy. And it was like
1: being in a haunted house. Yeah. A house haunted by a six-year-old child.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, who knows? I, I mean, I don't think, you know, conversations with six-year-olds makes for a good podcast. Maybe.
1: Maybe we should have her do some audio for the podcast and see. She actually has some things yeah. to say about Star Wars. So, yeah. we're in the pool. And Michael's nephew, Gavin, I said, who's your favorite character in Star Wars? And he's eight. And he said, the Stormtroopers. Pretty cool. He loves the Stormtroopers. They're his favorite. And Chloe could not be left out of the conversation. Great girl. Yeah. Turns around and says, mine's Princess Leia. And then goes on to tell me why Princess Leia is her favorite. That's right. She said she's the only girl and she likes her hair. Yeah. Yeah. Those are valid. <laughs> it's
0: pretty valid. And
1: I told her, I said, wait till you see some of the other Star Wars movies. Yeah. There are many more girls in the other Star Wars movies. that I think that she'll like them a lot. Absolutely. She was very excited to hear that.
0: Absolutely. And Luke, I was pleasantly surprised my uh, now eight-year-old nephew. He was seven at the time of this conversation. Found out he's actually been watching Star Wars, like the films, on his own. He was pulling out all these plot points from Revenge of the Sith. Um, though he wanted to keep saying Revenge of the Emperor. I'm like, no, buddy, that's not <laughs> it. But kind of. yeah um, well. It really is. I think that's
1: probably the sequel trilogy is Revenge of the Emperor.
0: Yeah. Could be. Who knows? He'll be back. So, Luke, I was pleasantly surprised to see that he's watching it on his own and that, that window has not been missed. Um, and he is a lot more knowledgeable of all of this uh, than I had ever thought and I could have ever hoped. So, his future is bright. I, I think that's... that's where we're looking now. So that made me a lot happier that we could share some great conversation about Star Wars in the pool. So that kind of kept things fresh for me. Mm -hmm. Couldn't talk to him about the Bad Batch because he's not watching it. He's too busy watching, you know, the the original trilogy.
1: Yeah. Although I will say he has... He has a way of being able to weave Grievous yes. into every single conversation. Yeah, he does. We'd be at the beach and he would bring up General Grievous. Yeah. We were in the pool and he would bring up General Grievous. We're walking down the street and he yeah. brings up General Grievous. It's like, yeah. as much as he said that stormtroopers were his favorite character, I think it was probably Grievous. Big
0: Grievous fan. Dropping some <laughs> Grievous quotes. That's
1: right. Some gnaw. He
0: was. He was. So, Luke, did you, did you enjoy the time off? Any, any Star Wars happenings with the family? <laughs>
2: Uh, hello, boys. <laughs> uh, maybe we could get together and, and your nephew could do a grievous impression while I jar jar at him.
1: That would be really funny. <laughs>
2: he, he was doing, it was, it was
0: impressive. He had some, uh, Anakin- Skywalker, you're shorter than I expected. Like he had some. <laughs> at first, I thought he was Bane, but he ended up. It was actually Grievous. Uh, so he had some pretty good impressions there. But yeah, we we gotta get him together and and have some some Star Wars nerdage. And it, it's. I don't know. It was such a cool experience because I don't. I, I don't know. I'm all, obviously not around a lot of young kids like that. I don't have any of my own, but for him to be talking about empire strikes back and all this, the stormtroopers were his favorite. that was like, this is awesome. Like it's amazing how, how well received even those original trilogy is uh, with the young crowd. And then he's watching them throughout. I mean, he knows Anakin is Darth Vader. He knows Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father. Like it's, it's amazing that he's following all this stuff. And he did think the Ewoks were goofy. I, I found that kind of strange Luke that he, He's just like, you know, those Ewoks are kind of silly. I was like, isn't it was made for you
2: (laughs) like that? That I love that movie. Right.
0: Yeah. So I I don't know what that says. I definitely will not be showing him the battle for Andor or the Caravan of Courage now that I know that. So that's off the table. But I did encourage him to watch Rebels. So I think he'll enjoy that one. I think he will. He's like, yeah, I started that one, Uncle Michael. But I was like, it it gets better, buddy. I promise. (laughs) Um. But guys, thanks for being patient with us. Sometimes you got to take some time off um, and feel refreshed about things. You know, there's a lot going on, work. You know, the, the things still happening in this world, terrible things. Um, so it's nice to just get away from things for a little while, not worry about podcasting. And knew you all would be understanding. Um, and hopefully you're still listening. We appreciate it. Um, and we have a ton of Bad Batch to catch up on. I was going to do some Mad Libs. I had some other plans. of so like, nope, we have to catch up on discussing the Bad Batch because the last few episodes have been pretty solid. Um, and we have a few to actually talk about. Uh, we've got uh, episode 10, Common Ground, episode 11, Devil's Deal, and episode 12, the most recent Rescue on Ryloth. Um Luke, when I watch these episodes, to me there's some similar themes going on. Um, one is which you know the the Empire is starting to really sink their teeth into these these worlds, even separatist worlds like Raxus. Um, people thinking, you know, we fought this war and now there's this Empire and we still can't get away from these bastards. Um, really sinking their teeth into things, you know, implementing curfews and and seeing the response of these people on world. Um, it's kind of nice to see that, they, but that kind of blended throughout these past few episodes. Anything that stuck out really in, in any of these three to you?
2: No, I think that is the the theme of this, a lot of the season, but especially this this back half, even of seeing the, the rise of the Empire more, now that we have our cast of characters established and we kind of know who they are and what they are all about and how they interact with each other. Now it's, the galaxy big picture and, and I've yeah. seen some seen and heard some scuttlebutt about like uh, you know, the reintroduction of certain characters into the show yeah. like Cad Bane or, or Hera or the character to end all characters chopper. Yeah. Yes. Um, and saying like, ah, <laughs> oh, do we need to recycle these same characters and, and always bring them back? But I think it's, it's nice to see this big picture issue of how the empire fully clamps down on the galaxy once it comes into being yeah. through the eyes of these characters that we already know. Um, so, so for me, like it's, it's not a downside at all. And I think it's cool to see that happen through some perspectives that you're more familiar with and have, have your own, um, you know, history with.
0: Yeah. We've got a connection with them, right? If some rando, you know, is getting kidnapped or we're not going to really care but it's, it's cool in that Rebels kind of set up these now iconic characters in Star Wars and, and how they're dealing with this existing empire that is everywhere. But it's interesting to go... We, 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 we know there's some history with Hera and her father. Obviously, we saw him in the Clone Wars too and, and their interactions and, the, and, and with, with the Separatists and, and things like that. So we know there's some history there and it is cool that we're, that we're bringing it into here because it makes sense. It makes us care about the emperor cracking down on these worlds. Holly, were you, were you one of those people that, you know, and sometimes I'll say it, that, that said Star Wars feels a little small right now, right? Like it it can, you know, at times when you're bringing in Chopper and, and Hera, and even though Hera just feels complete, like a completely different character yeah. right now with a little bit of an accent and all that good stuff. Were, were you one of those people where it felt too small or, or were you like Luke where it makes sense? That let's let's compel people to care about this empire kind of cracking down right now.
1: Um, I think that I think that I'm a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there are times where it does feel a little bit too small, and I'm kind of like, yeah. oh, we could have done without that. And I yeah. love the new characters and I love the new planets. But then there are other times, like I like don't get me wrong, like I am never going to complain about seeing Chopper. I'm never going to complain yeah. about seeing Hera. Yeah, like I love that we got to see a little bit. Now I'm backpedaling, so nobody judge me or call me out for this. But the more I think about it, which is what we're supposed to do, the more I think about it, the more I do like now that we did see a young Kanan yeah, in the beginning. And now we're seeing a young Hera, and we're kind of getting yeah. an idea of more things that kind of happened that, yeah. you know, allow that extra character development to happen throughout Rebels. And I think that I very yeah. much appreciate that because um, it kind of, you know, gives you a different perspective on those characters later down the road um but sometimes I think it can feel a little bit small I didn't feel that way with these episodes so
0: I'm glad you brought up Kanan kind of forgot he was in the show in the beginning and at that point why didn't any of us think that they might bring Hera into this I I like they've done it you know in in the novel with Hera and Kanan and and they you know they obviously have that history in Rebels but why didn't we think of that from the beginning
1: I don't know, but I'm not mad about it, and no. and I kind of did think like when people were talking about how they we would see Kanan in the Bad Batch, I like rolled my eyes. That is yeah. one of the things, and I said that in the f- the review of our the first episode yeah. of the Bad Batch. I just it just was like, what was the point of that? Mm-hmm. But. I guess everything has a purpose, and now I kind of do like that he was in those first episodes for that reason. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it comes full circle, and we know that they have a way of, you know, everything has a purpose. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it, ma- it makes a lot of sense now. I and mean, I-, I love that you brought up Cant. Completely forgot he was in the you show. you got to
1: trust the makers.
0: Yeah. Um, and with Common Ground, it was interesting, too. Uh, you know, Sid keeps having these jobs for the Bad Batch, and luke it feels like she may be kind of you know standing her ground here on the side of history she doesn't just seem like some you know yeah she's in it for the money and stuff but there's we we saw it with the with the um oh god the um the droid you know computer and all like there's there's deeper ties to this rebe- this growing rebellion here with her um and, and has now these tools which she's kind of using as a bad batch to kind of do her bidding at the time At, at some deeper connections there from sid
2: yeah i almost get like a, a han solo vibe potentially from her yeah her story arc and the fact that you know, on the surface, she's just out for herself. She's a businesswoman and she's involved in this sort of underworld uh, mercenary coordinating and, yeah. and arms dealing sort of stuff. And like, you know, I'm just in it for the money, that sort of thing. But maybe there is um, potentially some, some heart underneath it and she's yeah. going to end up being um, more for the cause. But in the end, I don't think... There's enough room in the show to really develop that, yeah, though. Yeah, and you could still have her be out for herself and just think the empire is bad for her business. Yeah, and so it'd still be like I'm anti empire because that's good for me, not necessarily because I'm altruistic about yep. wanting wanting the galaxy to be better. But she is um, potentially like a, a complex, interesting character. Uh, the, the potential's there. But whether or not the show has time to really delve into it or not, or whether she just stays this surface kind of fun, quippy, um, you know, insult comic type, yeah, (laughs) um, it might just stay to that. But either way, it's fun, and and the potential's there if they want to go into it. I love
1: that. Yeah. Because Luke, I this is just me. I, you guys know, I love good character development. I love it, love it, love it. But. I also really like being able to interpret characters how you want to, and I think Sid is a great character for that, because to me, I like to think that she's just kind of like, I know this is dangerous, and what I'm doing is dangerous, yeah. and so I'm going to keep doing it, and to me, I'm not like, it's just because she like is anti-Empire because they're bad for business, which absolutely could be, but... yeah. In my mind, I want to believe that there is a big heart there and that she's just playing it cool to not let anyone know, like, what she's truly doing. Yeah. Because I see the way that she interacts with Omega and she really does have a lot of empathy there. And I don't know if it's just because there's a little girl and there's some background there where she, like, sees herself in Omega or, Mm -hmm. you know, something like that. But I like to think that, in my mind, she's, like, doing it. To stick it to the yeah. Empire, and she wants to help some people. Now, it might not be probable, but to me, that's how I want it to be.
0: Yeah, I, I think the comparison with her and Han Solo is totally fair. I think of even... Uh, po, who's Poe Dameron's lady friend in uh, The Rise of Skywalker? sorry, Bliss, Bliss. You know, just kind of, you know, kind of out for herself, making some money, and then in the end... There she is, joining all those folks, taking down the uh, the uh, the new order, the new first order, the final order, final whatever order. they are. Probably
1: not the final order, actually. But, yeah. but that's like the thing is that there's uh, the theme with these types of shows and certain characters in Star Wars in general. And what we see in the novels is that there's something at some point that pushes someone over the edge where they say, you know what? Screw the Empire. Mm-hmm. What they're doing is crappy and yeah. we want like we have some skin in the game.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so this episode, you know, it was cool sh- to show, uh, what, you know, this, the Senator who, um, you know, at once was a, a part of the, the, the separatist movement, but really standing up to the empire in the face of their people and, and showing what happens when you do that, there will be consequences. Um, that was, that was really cool setting us up, you know, and that's kind of what happens here on, on Ryloth. Um, so to, sp- you know, just kind of in the next couple episodes. um, but what the one of the best parts i think was you know we sit omega out on this mission again you know still not respected they still don't think she's ready for this kind of thing it's too dangerous stay back meanwhile she's learning how to play you know is it dejerik is that how we pronounce it um she's learning how to you know just you know win the house and 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 actually pays off the bad batches debt in the end i thought that was super cool and they're like wait you did that for us and she's like yeah of course we're fam like Let's go, okay. And so it's awesome. Just they're, She's chipping away at him episode after episode. She's just kind of winning their respect, which is, is great. I thought that was kind of the, the best part of the episode. Um, but, you know, the Bad Batch kind of reluctantly getting into things, and they're, they're always being, you know, put in this position, grappling with, you know, are we someone saying, why don't you join this fight? And um, they're just like, we got a job to do. And, and that kind of carried into the next episode on Ryloth too, right? Like Hera reaches out. And there's, like, my family... Oh, wait, was that the... F- that was the second... That was the that last... Was the second one. That was the second... No, that was the, 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 the second last episode. episode. Okay, so, uh, Holly, remind me of The Devil's Deal. We've got the really... The, the dick senator from Ryla. This guy is a complete jerk. Um, and then you have Hera, uh, Hera's dad, uh, Cham, I think, right? Sandula, uh, Sendula. Yes. Um, and he's not the senator, but he is the leader of these twilight Freedom Fighters. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has this moment just like the Senator from Raxus where he's standing for his people and you're like, oh my God, is, is, is he going to speak out against, you know, the empire right here in front of his people? I thought that was coming, but he kind of went with, you know, kind of eloquently kind of, you know, said this isn't great, but we all just need to put our arms down and, 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 and live with this. and, And one day we'll, things will be a lot better. Um, so things went a little differently, but you know, in the end they also are imprisoned. Um, just like that senator from Raxus, but still the same kind of beats, right? You know, kind of happening with these leaders that they're actually learning. They really don't have a say anymore in things and the Empire's here to stay and Rampant is just, you know, running everything, it feels like. He's everywhere.
1: What would you say he's running Rampant? Wow. But it's actually Rampart, isn't it?
0: Wow, that's not the right one. <laughs> that that's, that, that's, was, that that's, was
1: appropriate.
0: Yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, that was appropriate, yeah. Yeah, but he's running Rampant. Great call. Okay,
1: well, I actually think that this episode started out a little bit differently than all the other episodes okay. did because I feel like in most of the episodes leading up to this one, we pretty much jump right into whatever the Bad Batch is doing. Yeah, but I feel like this one started off a little bit differently because we didn't see the Bad Batch right. for quite a while. Yeah, and it actually kind of there was like at one point where I'm like, okay, where's this going? Yeah. Um, and then it just felt
0: like Hera's story, the, the Sandula cool, story, right? Yeah. But
1: then later, you see the Bad Batch is actually delivering the weapons, yeah, to Cham Sandula. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess technically his brother.
0: Yeah, his, yeah,
1: or his, his brother. brother-in-law. Yeah, yeah yep. Fam- some some another, yeah, and um, and then Hera was with them, but it took a little bit to actually get to the point where they meet the Bad Batch, and that was a little bit different than some of yeah. the other episodes have been, and I kind of liked. That little twist because it kind of like puts you on alert a little bit, like, oh, something's new, yeah. About
0: this, it felt like a flashback in Rebels, yeah. We saw Chopper, you know, we see Hera and and and, and uh, her parents. Um, so Luke, what did you think of that? I mean, were you a big fan of, of this being a, a very heavy Cindula story? And and I mean, it seemed like when we you know, start, first started out, you were a big fan of it. Um, what, what did you think?
2: It definitely felt like more of a a Clone Wars throwback in yeah, that you could yeah. turn on an episode of Clone Wars and be sort of thrown into a whole new set of uh, focused characters than you were the previous three episodes. And you spend you know a while off on this other arc. Um, so yeah, it was, it was very reminiscent of that, and uh, I, I enjoy getting back to the Cindulas because we we've now had them in every one of these animated series, sort of in this era of the timeline. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were introduced to Cham in the Clone Wars uh, very early on, mm-hmm. I think, in, in that series. And then you get, obviously, Hera, one of the main characters in Rebels, and then she, uh, you know, goes back to Ryloth and, and runs to, runs into old dad. Yeah. Uh, Cham in, in that series, and, and you see the how their relationship has developed to that point and where they... Do and don't see eye to eye on, on how to go about um, their freedom fights. So I thought it was great to get get that continuity of seeing them yet again, um, and not only for those characters, but a, a, again going back to the the sort of talk of the Empire's um, growth and, and sort of implementing the full vision of Palpatine's mm-hmm. tyranny is it, it's a great to show. Raxus the episode before it, it's like even though the Bad Batch did the job and wanted to get this guy out and felt like he, that senator was being treated wrongly they almost sympathized with the fact that, that the emperor needed to have a heavy military presence on this planet yep. and heavy occupying force because this is a former separatist world after all I think yep. they're the separatist capital in fact um, so like they, kind of, they could sort of understand that and it made sense to them uh, but then I think there's a line maybe in the second Ryloth episode where they mention, like, this is kind of strange, this how heavy-handed they're being on Ryloth. This isn't a separatist yeah. world. And it's not um, a
0: military institute. It wasn't even supposed
2: to be a military depot, right? Yeah, right, and they make right. a comment
1: how it's a military occupation yeah. on yeah. Ryloth.
2: So that just strengthens that view of, like, oh, yeah, it doesn't matter if you were a separatist plan or you were loyal to the Republic the whole yep. time. The Empire doesn't care, and the Empire is going to exploit and control everyone pretty much the same. That's
0: a fantastic distinction. I didn't even really make that. They seem so similar, but you're right. Yeah. The fact that it was a separatist control, it would make sense to the clones. Yeah. We want to keep a close eye on these people. That's how it is in the real world. Um, But yeah, on Ryloth, not so much. These people were actually fighting those folks themselves um, to seek freedom um, from occupation. Yeah.
1: Do you guys feel like all these experiences that the Bad Batch, the members of the Bad Batch are having, is slowly going to start to push them more and more towards actively fighting against the empire. Or do you feel like they're just going to be like, man, the empire sucks. We're going to keep doing what we're doing independently of the rebellion.
0: Well, you know what, after this episode, I feel like the end of the last episode, them seeing captain Hauser and his act. I think that's real. I think that's really going to turn things up for them. Uh, like Luke was saying, it feels like we're kind of gradually getting there and here there's, a, like, why would why would they do this? Like, this is crazy. They obviously know something's going on, but now clones that, you know, apparently also had these chips go off are are putting down arms and saying, no, this is wrong. I feel like that's just going to add on to the case of them saying something needs to be done. I, it, it definitely feels slower than I anticipated, right? Like, even, even when Hera's, you know, begging them to help and they're like, doesn't make any sense. Like, we need to stay alive. And even Omega's like, I would do this for you. Like, they're still reluctant to do. Like, it, it's amazing. I thought four episodes ago they're a part of the rebellion, right? But it's taking time. It's 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 it's. But after this and that interaction with Hauser, Luke, I don't know about you. It felt. I know I saw Hunter look back. It felt different, mm-hmm. right? And I was I was even a little surprise. I was going to talk about this later, but I was a little surprised that so many clones put their weapons down.
1: Yeah. We need to talk about that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple of great points to pick up on, you know, from what Holly said, um, this is a tension within the group and I don't think it will be resolved in this season. And it really feels like they're building up for this show to continue on, but there, I don't think there's been an official word about subsequent seasons, Yeah. but there's a tension within the group here. Echo, has frequently voiced the opinion that they should be more um, you know, openly involved with the Rebellion and they should follow Rex on that path that he seemed to be on. Uh, and he's butted heads with, with Hunter on that issue. So I think Echo will continue to be that voice. I mean, Hunter, I think, feels it, and they show it in many ways that he feels that pull. Um, but he's so focused on just the self-preservation aspect like you were mentioning, yeah. that that seems to be like... He doesn't think they can go beyond that yet. Yeah. Um, so he isn't giving in to the pull and, the you know, the advocating from Echo to go that way. And then, M- Michael, like, these scenes in that, this conclusion of the Ryloth um, two-episode arc, uh, seeing Hauser, the clone, you know, n- not want to follow the orders and speak out against... Um, that this is wrong and how he actually saves uh, the Bad Batch from walking into yeah. the slaughter with the doulas. Those were some of the most well sort of directed shot acted scenes in all of Star Wars animation I think in this episode. Yeah. They were extremely powerfully done. The, the one shot that's you know subtle that you could miss that I think was really powerful is when, when you mentioned kind of Hunter when he leaves Hauser and Hauser tells him, I'm gonna try to like sort of reason with the rest of the clones and the yeah. troopers and everything. And and you can tell Hunter knows it's not going to go well for him in the yeah. end. Yep. And that, you know, Hauser's like, no, I can't abandon my men, I still have to stick with them. I have to reach out to them rather than like going with the bad batch and the the camera, so to speak focuses on hunter when he turns back to look at hauser you can see like this tension with hunter thinks maybe i should talk him into leaving with us because this isn't going to go well for him um but in the end again the self-preservation takes over and him being a distraction and going out there and talking to them is better for their chances of escaping so he lets it play out that way um but the fact that it actually works to some degree and hauser gets some of the clones to lay down their arms oh uh, that that Whole sequence, I, I think, was so well done.
1: It- I was shocked by that. Can yeah. I just say, yeah, I don't. Maybe I don't understand completely then how the inhibitor chips work, or if there were more defective ones, or if some clones just didn't have some and they mm-hmm. were just actually following orders because they were following orders, yeah. or like if some were like. I guess like remember when they turned crosshairs chip up really high, yeah. were some just higher than others, and so the ones that had didn't have as strong of an inhibitor chip activation were more easily swayed to not do yeah. certain things. I, I just I just had so many questions after it, those scenes.
0: It obviously wasn't as successful as we all thought. You know, I mean, Order 66 was successful in that it eliminated the Jedi pretty much, right? But these chips apparently weren't as successful and there is a little more, I guess, I don't know how, some free will, so to speak, um, that some of these, you know, these these clones may be able to overcome it. But it makes sense because, Hollywood, I told you, it felt like Hauser was going to go out there and face the world and even just him alone kind of, you know... Like leaving this 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 army or whatever, even if he just walked out said this isn't right, and they shot him dead, that gives rampant or admiral rampant or whatever his name is, giving him rampart. The, rampart. What did I say? Rampant. rampant. Oh Jesus! <laughs> it's been a long, long, yes. <laughs> long day. Um, that gives him right the 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 leeway, or or gives him you know the right to go to the emperor and say. This isn't working like this is why we need to be recruiting. This is why we need to be training like there's flaws. And I think other clones, you know, experiencing that is really going to expedite this. We need to change course fast and I think, I believe, maybe the last episode is even called War Mantle. So we may see that expedited in saying, this isn't working out. It it wasn't as successful as we thought. We're here now. We have control. But we're going to lose it really quickly if we continue to allow clones to be making the choice to leave this operation. We need to be recruiting. We need to be doing other things to make sure we can maintain the hold. I, I was completely shocked by what I was seeing. How I mean, with, with the Captain Hauser the the past two episodes they kind of you kind of felt it you know right he was talking to the Cindulas, he's like yeah this isn't right it felt like things he was he was going to flip um but i did not expect expect others to do it with him and 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 luke i love what we were talking about their interaction hunter and and this idea of the self-preservation he has um i feel like he and, and the other clones may feel a little guilt later on after all this and saying you know what hauser was able to stand up and not leave because he, he even said he said he said come with us like hunters like come with us like let's let, let's leave and holly's like he's joining the bad batch i was like nah and he said he's like these are good men i can't i can't leave them behind Ugh. i'm gonna try and convince them and i feel like we could see some guilt on on you know on, on the bad batch's behalf and saying we could have done those were our brothers as much as different as we were we left them when we could have done more i don't know holly
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I have to say, I really enjoyed Hauser's character a lot. Mm -hmm. He just, like...
0: Great hair, too.
1: Great hair. Great hair of all the clones. I don't know. You can just really feel, like, that conflict inside of him. Especially when it came down to the Cindulas, Like, he played a role in having them imprisoned. But then you can just see him that guilt and all the turmoil going on that like, this isn't right. I shouldn't be doing this. Why is the empire doing this? He even tells rampart, you know, these are civilians. They're peacefully protesting. They're not doing anything wrong. And he's like, I don't care. Arrest them all. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I just felt like his character, even though we only see him for a short amount of time. So at least so far, um, I mean, who knows? Maybe he'll come back in other episodes. I don't know. Yeah. But you can just like, really feel what he's going through. And I really appreciated that. Mm -hmm. I thought, and I think that a big part of that, it wasn't even just the voice acting. It was the actual animation. Like you guys were Mm -hmm. saying, it was the little gestures, the facial expressions, the music too. Mm -hmm. I just, I, I don't know his character like left an impression.
0: Absolutely. Uh, and and when, when, when these, when these clones do defect or they put down their weapons, I'll be surprised. I thought they're all getting shot dead.
1: Well, you thought Hauser was going to be executed by Crosshair as soon as he opened his mouth.
0: I thought Crosshair was going to do exactly what he did to Saw men, just walk up and just shoot him. I I didn't think they stood a chance. Um, But he said arrest him, you know? I I, I really thought he was just going to snipe him dead there, but he didn't.
1: Okay, so I actually think that... You know how Crosshair has wanted to go after the Bad Batch for so long? Yeah. I agree. I thought... I agreed with you in the beginning. I thought he was going to be executed, but I think that he actually, like calculated this a little bit more because he wants to go after the bad batch so badly so what better way than to let hauser make these changes to the clones and then say look how dangerous the free will that Mm -hmm. this bad batch has they're running around and if they can do this to this little group of clones what else are they going to be able to do this is going to be very detrimental to the goals of the empire and they need to be stopped
0: well not to mention if you see clones executing other clones it's gonna raise some questions why 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 you know, so it, it makes sense now that they didn't. But boy, in the end there with what a what great music Crosshair here oh. He's like, permission to go hunt the Bad Batch. I'm like, haven't you been ha- haven't you been hunting them? I feel like you have. Uh, but apparently he's
2: getting permission. And it's now granted. he can
1: go like full, Do whatever
2: he wants. Yeah, full Monty. Just- full Monty. I'm, I thought there, like you were saying, there was going to be more death in this, ep- in yeah. this episode overall because – I think the writers knew it, that the, the audience that was really dialed in would have this tension with Hera's mother. Yeah. Um, is it Alini? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, because we know that in Rebels, by that time, she's not around. Yep. And it's basically hinted that she died um, in some part of the conflict. Mm-hmm. And so then to introduce her at the beginning of this arc... Like, the minute she was on screen and she was identified, I was like, oh, no. Yes. <laughs> yep. I thought we were going to see her demise yes. in this one. And I think writing it, they knew that that tension would be there, for, like I said, for the dialed-in audience who put all that together. Um, so I was expecting her not to survive these couple episodes. And then she does as well. And like you, I was expecting um, – uh, Crosshair to take out some, you know, some of these yeah. clones that are not going along with the, the orders and everything as well.
0: Crosshair's getting all soft.
1: I thought so. On the first Ryloth episode, you know how Crosshair executes, uh, or he doesn't. Apparently, we learn he doesn't actually look like he
2: shot him dead, but apparently, Orin Freetop. Yes. yeah
1: I think he got him in the
2: liku, kind of the tail. Uh. Mm. Part is so it wasn't deadly. Well, don't
1: worry. He's expected to make a full recovery. recovery. But I thought for sure, because, okay, first I was like racking my brain. I was like, do we actually learn exactly when or how Hera's mom died? I don't think that we learned that Mm -hmm. in Rebels. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong, but I don't think that we did. And so I was like in that that really tense standoff, I thought that she was going to get shot by Crosshair, and then Hera's dad was going to get away with Hera. And then... It sure felt like that. And that's not what happened. But Luke, I was right there with you because I was like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen. So either we're getting set up for heartbreak later or we just will never see it.
0: Yeah, I kind of thought she'd pull a Lyra Urso and just come out guns blazing, but she didn't. So I, you're right. It felt it felt like something was going to happen there. But now that they haven't, now that the Cindulas are getting off of Ryloth, like, and Omega has met Hera right that's an introduction you're just gonna tease us for five minutes that they're friends now and and maybe maybe that's it but like now Hera still has a lot more story to tell like are we gonna get it in another season this is gonna be something else that we're gonna get I just I feel like that story might need to be told now she doesn't have that accent anymore like did she lose that out of you know in hiding or just being off of Ryloth I I don't know what happened, but I'm so I'm kind of Hera curious questions. now.
1: And I haven't read, I don't know if any of this is also like developed in, uh, there's a novel, right, mm-hmm. with Hera and Kanan, mm-hmm. so this could be background information that I didn't get in that. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think
0: so. I read A New Dawn, and I don't remember any of that being in there.
1: I think we're going to read that on the book club. Well,
0: are you announcing that now, a <laughs> couple months ahead?
1: no. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, sure. (laughs) I think that was Brent's suggestion. But anyway, it fits in really well with what's happening with the Bad Batch. So I just think that's, that's nice.
0: Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I feel like there's a lot more to be told now. It didn't, you know. Didn't feel like we had much closure here. Yeah. I thought this was a season finale for some reason when I was watching. I was like, <laughs> "That was it." Well, I asked. Okay,
1: girl, I said, "Wait, is this the last episode?" He was like, "Yeah."
0: Yep, that's why. And then the music comes. I'm like, "Oh, somebody's gonna die!" Like, and no I one. I felt died. very anticlimactic for the, in the season ending.
1: Okay, so then what do we think we're gonna be doing in the next episode? Do you think we're gonna pick up with? all the Cindulas and the Bad Batch together.
0: Well, it's now escalating, right? Because now there's more clones that are defecting. And then if 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 we're right in that the last episode was War Mantle, that's going to start ramping up, and we are going to see at least the beginning of the the dissolution of the clone army in some regard. Like, it has to start now. We're going to start seeing that phase out, yeah. I assume, because that's what Project War Mantle was. Um and now we're now we're going to start getting into the juicy stuff with Crosshair. Will he turn? Is there still hope for him? I feel like he's too far gone. That dude is a huge dick now. I don't think there's any redemption for him. Um, Luke, where are we going in the next couple episodes? I mean, like, should we be expecting an epic confrontation?
2: I'm expecting epic length from the season finale, I think. Yeah. There's, there's so much. Yeah to a sort through, I feel like before they can wrap up the season. Yeah. So, what? I don't think they've said officially, but rumor has it two more episodes. I yep. think mm-hmm. it's yep. the word on the street there. So, I'm guessing the season finale might be similar to the season premiere in that it was like a 70 minute deal. Because yeah, there's there's a lot to, to sort of deal with, and it doesn't seem like they can do it in two twenty some minute. Episodes, but I don't know. Maybe they will surprise us. Maybe it'll just be so fast-paced and intense that it will. But uh, in terms of Crosshair, I, I hope he doesn't get redeemed. I think not everyone should be redeemed. Yes. And like we've we get we get that in, in other stories, and so maybe this time it it doesn't happen. And um, maybe that's part of what hardens the Bad Batch's resolve to just fight the Empire outright that they weren't able to save somebody like Crosshair from the Empire's manipulations. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's, it's definitely going to be the Bad Batches reconciling with Crosshair one way or the other, whether that's like defeating him on the field of battle or um, being defeated by him. Um, that in conjunction with, yeah, what is the fate of the larger clone army as we see that this... This bad batch trait of not being um, as susceptible to the chips is not um, maybe not very uh, uncommon. Um, And as the the Empire loses faith with the clones, how that impacts the desperation of the Kaminoans, Kaminoans Mm -hmm. to keep their business enterprise going. Um, So that's like a that's an epic sort of confrontation that is brewing
1: oh snap you know what yeah i forgot all about the kaminoans and the bounty hunters
2: yeah uh, yeah you completely forgot I about i totally
1: it. forgot about that there's just so yeah. much happening there is yeah it all
0: it all feels like it could come to a head here and you know who we also haven't seen i've been a little surprised Boba Fett. Is, well a little bit a <laughs> little surprised but sheave old palpatine himself is he going to get word that this 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 order that he executed maybe That's isn't it. going as well as he had thought?
2: That's a really good call because there was some promotional materials before the show came out showing Palpatine. So, yeah, I feel yeah. like he's got to show up. And he might be
0: pissed. He might force lightning execute 50% of the clone RNA himself.
2: <laughs> Stop. High unlimited
0: power!
2: And... <laughs> Maybe. It's like the gamer term for somebody who's too good, a character who's too oh, good. Oh, that's... Um, like overpowered or something? Yeah, yeah. Like I feel, the, the the trick with introducing him physically in a location is him being able His ability presumably to just take everyone out if he really wanted to. Absolutely. So I don't know that it will get him unlimited power style, you know, <laughs> uh, going into action, but... Him getting pissed at, like, an underling for not getting this under control, like, an, a nasty little call with uh, Rampart, about Rampart, yeah. um needing to get, get things sorted out.
0: Yeah, I mean, because this, it, it, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't show fear lightly because he thinks he's got it all figured out, but, like... These clones are essentially holding together your very fragile empire here in the beginning. So I feel like they're going to take drastic effort because this is this isn't you know he's got this massive empire and all these people working for him um, and and all these number twos out there kind of doing you know things and and you know Vader, he's kind of you know like when Vader you know in the comics is kind of messing with him he doesn't really take it seriously. I feel like this is gonna be like okay we need to it's not going to show that but gonna say we need we need drastic change expedite operation war mantle i sounded actually like a troll there more than
1: palpatine <laughs> i don't know what that was but it was okay
0: who was the who was the uh who was the the creature, elf creature? hello my name's creature and i'll just hang out here in this closet that was Harry Potter.
1: Yes, that was not Star Wars. In case you guys didn't know who Creature was. Uh-huh. It's Harry Potter <laughs> character. It's um, actually Michael.
0: Underrated. Yeah, this is actually me. Uh, underrated Spoiler. character in Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. So is Dobby. Anyway, R.I.P. Um, Spoiler. Holly, where are we going? Where are we going in these last couple guys, episodes?
1: I don't know. Look, I am like, I'm not, okay. Yeah. How do I say this without sounding like a dick?
0: You're shipping who?
1: No, I'm not. It's like an anti-ship. It's like a, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I am not anti-redemption, but Uh I am pretty much always in Star Wars. I don't want those stupid redemption stories. I hated the redemption of Ben Solo. I'm sorry, I just did, and I will equally hate the redemption of Crosshair. I put those two on the same wavelength.
2: This is confusing to me because in the rankings, Rise of Skywalker is up very there. high for you. I know. I really, <laughs> I <really laughs> it was liked, the kiss. Yes, I if liked, it was the Yes. It would have been there. It would have changed I know. things completely.
1: I love yeah. that movie. Yeah. But I hated that part. But yeah. there were things about that movie that still put it up there for me. Yeah. Phrasing. Okay. Wow, yeah. But – I don't know where we're going. I, I just feel like here. there's so much yeah. going on. I don't know if everything's going to come to a head or if also just like, freezing, yeah. yes, or if we're just going to see a little bit and then maybe we are going to get teased with a second season freezing, or if yeah. like half the things that we've been seeing are just kind of like getting us excited for other shows that are coming out that they're going to be putting that stuff in. I truly am so confused yeah, and it's giving me some anxiety, but there are. For real. Okay. But yes, I think that there are two episodes left you already said the final episode is going to be called War Mantle, but... It's
0: the second to last one.
1: Supposedly, it's called Infested.
0: See? That's what I'm saying. That's Palpatine saying we are infested with cowards and we need to rid ourselves of them.
1: I mean, that checks out. It checks out. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what kind of infestation we could have at this point. <laughs>
0: It's a big galaxy.
1: <laughs> there's lots of pests.
0: I, I mean, there's something. There's something going on, and that's this. This show has continued to surprise me, but this last episode surprised me like crazy. It's just I, I did not expect to see other clones laying down their arms. It felt so solidified, like it happened. The, even the Bad Batch themselves would have went kind of nutty there if if you know if they had waited long enough. But like we assume these other clones, like they. You know, they participated in Ex Executing Order sixty six and, and then something changed, you know? And, and that's just, you know, them overcoming it or is someone doing something. I don't know. But uh that was just so cool to me. So unexpected. Um, so it makes me even more anxious to see kind of where we're going with this and
1: Yeah, I'm but for it. are we gonna witness a genocide of the clones?
0: I said that in the beginning and it feels like it could be more realistic now.
1: It's extremely upsetting and distressing especially when you I mean any of it is I mean it's all sad. Well,
0: you got to remember they got to that's that's what I said originally I was surprised they didn't execute them on the spot but you have this this empire is so new. You have to maintain control. Hell, they didn't even dissolve the Senate until episode 4 and that was decades later. So you know like it feels like there are n- maybe nothing drastic like that but there's going to be a shift and maybe they do simply let the clones go and retire and live your lives hey this is the empire saying thank you for your service um we now have a different recruitment plan but here's a pension a <laughs> go be a farmer you know go do whatever the hell you want to do um maybe that's maybe that's how they appeal to people and they maintain a little order i don't know
1: I don't know. Maybe I'm a a little too... I think that kind of... I don't know. I don't know what we're going to see, but that would make me a little bit nervous about how they would do that in the show, especially it's still an animated show. Yeah. The kids are watching. I feel like you have to tread lightly when you deal with, you know, ethical issues like that, and I don't know. It just... It just makes me sad. Me too. I feel like the more we get into Bad Batch, the more I love the clones. And you just feel so bad for them. They didn't ask for this. This just happened to them. They were created for this. And yeah. they don't deserve it, damn it.
0: Yep. Luke, bold prediction. Are we seeing mass execution? Or is this going to be an early retirement? Like, what's, what's, what's going to happen?
2: Yeah. They can make them a nice retirement planet, you know. Yeah. Something like Scarif, beautiful beaches and we'll just go chill it. out there. We're not, we don't need, we don't want you anymore, but yeah. we're not going to snuff you out. I mean, they already have accelerated aging, right? So they're yeah. not going to be around as long as, as the average person is one way or the other. Um, <laughs> so it, like you said, it, it would be kind of way too dark uh, for them to be, um, mass executed. I yeah. think, uh, this or any other star wars um story that's just a little i mean that sort of stuff is often hinted at but to actually like really realize it and see it you know we see alderaan blow up in a new hope yeah and like if if you read about it it's like yeah there's probably like billions of people on there yeah but you never really see a lot of imagery that really um makes you see all that death yeah uh, you get a little bit more of it in, in *Force Awakens* mm-hmm. with Hosnian Prime. We actually see some of the people on the planet mm-hmm. as the blast is coming, so it's it, toe, you know tiptoeing up to that line of showing horrible, yeah. <laughs> horrible genocide um, without getting too like deep in the weeds on it. So that's a that's a fine line to to tread to try to balance that. Um, and ultimately, I don't see, I don't see it in this instance.
0: Yeah, it, I mean, it would be very similar to to you know
2: at the end of the Clone Wars with ep- the helmets. Well, in a-
0: episode sixty or ex- Order sixty six with the, it would be kind of crazy though if the clones were like wait a second, like we we executed this order and now we ourselves are are, are being you know terminated just like the Jedi were. Um, that'd be pretty crazy. But then again, who's going to take, who's going to execute this order? Like, you know, there's so many clones, like, they are they going to, who's going to do it? It's just not, it probably isn't even feasible. So I think it's early retirement. Here's a pension. The empire loves you. Don't forget us. Um, <laughs> spread the word of how great we were to you. Um, and, and encourage others to join you know a, a huge i feel like we're gonna see a huge propaganda movement here because yeah. um, we haven't really s- we've seen that a little bit but we've just been really seeing people say don't forget your whatever whatever's and we're making some changes here but i feel like we're gonna start seeing some some propaganda uh, really ramping up and and don't worry these clones are fine we thank them for their service there's peace now we don't need them it's a volunteer army
2: now um, one, one thing that just struck me that I feel could be more likely is that they the Empire takes out the Kaminoans. It just says, all right, clones, yep. you can have Kamino. Just chill with you. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that, well, that one seems a little more likely to me because we've never seen like no? how many Kama- Kaminoans there are.
1: Yeah.
2: In, like, maybe there's not a ton of them, and maybe they, and they're way out there. Like, nobody... A lot of people don't know they exist. You know, you have to go to Dex's Diner to figure That's out right. who they are. So, <laughs> That's uh, true. They're off the map. Yeah, it might be easier to kind of snuff them out quietly and, That's true. and then tell the clones to just like chill on Camino. That's and true. nothing bad will happen to you if you just do that.
0: Big giant hurricane comes and wipes out the whole facility.
1: A hurricane?
0: Well, it would be a hurricane created by Sheev, but a Sheevacane. cane. A sh- I don't like that. Sure cane. no.
1: Palpacane. Palpacane. Nope.
0: A Palpatini. Yes. Yeah. I like that. That has to be a mixed drink somewhere. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Blood red.
1: Down at your local cantina.
0: Yeah. Well, guys, I hope you're enjoying the Bad Batch as much as we are. Uh, it was nice to get to catch up on it um, and get current and... and um, Took a lot of effort to do that. Haven't haven't read the comics. We got to catch up on. Um, we got some Darth Vader crossovers to read and, and some Darth Vader comics to read. Um, so looking forward to getting to that content. Um, but the Bad Batch has been a pleasant surprise week in and week out. As has Loki. I will say that that's been a fun show to watch. I know. Luke's like, is that Tom Hiddleston, and he'd be right. Um, you are correct. You are correct. But um say, what's a Loki? What's a Loki? That's a great question. That actually Luke. is a great question. We won't get into it because this is a Star Wars podcast. But that is a great question <laughs> right now in this series. Um. But yeah, guys, uh, thanks. For, you know, for for waiting on us, being patient, we appreciate it. Everyone needs a little time off, and 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 we do as well um so i hope you're enjoying the bad batch um will be current going forward um holly i think you already announced on the last uh, podcast or even podcast before we're reading the rogue one novelization. Yeah, guys
1: we just have to finish it out we rogue just one novelization
0: to. for the next book club which will be i believe in august correct yep um so mid-august we'll be we'll be discussing that so read up there we'll make an announcement in the group Um, but yeah guys I appreciate you enjoy the Bad Batch read the comics um, get to reading Rogue One the novelization um, and we will see you next time take care of each other out there and may the force be with you